This is the Critical Conversations podcast, a KPOV special project developed to feature unique perspectives and the courage it takes to go there, challenge mundane thought, and question the norm. Lisa is a local healer. Um, I'm, I'm assuming maybe um, some of you have met her. She owns Ben Reiki and You also did uh, Reiki in the hospital for a long time. Yeah, there's a volunteer program there with the Cancer Center. And so I started doing that in 2011. And I did that for three years. And they still have it. I don't know if they're up and running again um, with COVID and everything. But um, that's a beautiful program over there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you... Are you one of the people that helped start it? Oh, I wish. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, it was started there before by some nurses. And okay. um, it was interesting because my husband works in advertising and he had, he told me about it because they were going to do an ad for it and it was on his desk. And so he said, you need to look into this since I've been doing healing work for a while. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how... I got started doing Reiki here locally, oh, I guess. Yeah. Through your husband. Through my husband, right? Oh, all, wow. <laughs> different channels. I didn't know through, this. So, yeah. yeah. Lisa and I have known each other off and on for, gosh, maybe a decade now. Yeah. And it's through mostly the spiritual energy healing realm because yeah. we both yeah. do that. And I actually got introduced to a whole new healing technique pranic healing through you and uh i think you had a it was when you're doing the clinics that's right that's right and i knew you and you're like hey i'm doing this thing so i came in and had an incredible experience and decided to do some training in it perfect that's right and then you took some classes i remember when i first met you i was you know we'd moved here in 2005 and I was around a lot of people who were, you know, wonderful people, educators, but it was more scientific-based, more athletes. And then when you came in on the scene, I was like, oh, you're a spiritual person. Yeah. <laughs> and so and really an athlete. <laughs> and an athlete. I know, it all goes together, right? So, But it was just fun because mm. it's like, oh, because I've been doing that on my own side um, with, you know, other friends and stuff. But you came in with a bang coming into yeah. town. And so that was oh, really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah so thanks. I was like, Shanti, I do this too. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, I'm curious around when you started to work with energy. Um, how long have you been doing it? Um, so it was funny because after I got married, I read a book called The Reconnection, and that was uh. with Eric Pearl. Uh-huh. And um, I was so blown away by it. <clears throat> and I've, I'd grown up in a family who did lots of meditation. My brother mm. was a Buddhist monk. So we had all that. But I never got into like the realm of healing. And, um, yeah, so I read that book. I was in Portland, and I went back to the bookstore after I read, and I just was asking, is there another book that he's written? Mm. And they said, no, but he's actually coming into town to train mm. on Friday. Mm. So it was one of those synchronous moments where I was like, okay, I'm going to, and just with an open mind, I'm going to go. And, and I was really blown away by mm. just um, the impact. I think one of the first exercises, too, and that, this was even before we got trained in anything, and he just said, put your hands, everybody, one person put your hand on the back of the person next to you. And we just did that for five minutes. And then um, after that, then he had people check, 
And people who maybe couldn't raise their arms all the way up over their head, everybody could do that now. So um, it was really fascinating. And that was even before training began. So um, anyway, so I was really intrigued with that and then just kind of continued on my journey. So I did reconnective healing and then I got into Reiki and then... Even though all these things are amazing and wonderful, I think I'm just a curious person. It's yeah. like, oh, and so yeah. you said, look into pranic healing <laughs> mm. and then all these different different modalities. So, mm. um, But I think having different modalities out there helps mm, maybe different people connect into it, you know, different mm. avenues. Mm. Um, maybe they have more of an interest in one or the other. And so they connect in that way. So. Have you found um, one of them that really resonates most strongly for you that you practice or do you kind of blend? Um, all I do of it? blend. Um, I think I've gotten more into. I really have my heart in Reiki and and doing the healing work. Um, I I do like doing. I like pranic as well, and I like the cleansing aspect of pranic healing. Yeah. And so, if I can do a cleansing on the person doing pranic healing, and I have a crystal, um, that's tends to allow the Reiki energy just to flow really well mm. when I do that. So, mm. but And there is something about that gentle touch and for them to feel the heat in your hands mm. and um, and just, and you know how it is, like after somebody's had a session and then there's just a whole change in their visage afterwards, you yeah. know, they'll come in very stressed about things and um, then they'll talk to you about everything and then you just say, okay, we're just going to lay on the table. We'll do some energy work. Mm. And it is really shift in energy that way. And it's so beautiful. It almost takes my breath away every time mm. that happens. Mm. And then you see that a lot of life stress and anxiety and all that stuff. It's just energy. Yeah. So if you can just clear that, yeah. then you're back to just a balanced state. The body's back to its balanced state. And you're just in this happy place. So. Mm. Something that um, maybe it's not shared often, but you'll you'll say yes um, to is that um, as a healer, we are we are sort of this I call it like hollow bone. We're receiving the energy and and giving it, but we're also benefiting from oh, yeah. this flow that that can flow through us. A hundred percent, yeah. And I I tell I tell everybody like. Anybody can do this. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's, it's not just, we're not special. <laughs> well, that's what I love about it. I remember when I did training, and I forget who it was, if it was Eric Pearl, or I also went to see Drumvelo and Melchizedek, and, mm. but they're just talking about the need to demystify mm-hmm. spirituality or to demystify like healing mm. and, and making it is just part of who we are. And, um, and that's, that goes to the component of the people without even taking any classes, just putting their hands on the, the shoulder of their neighbor and yeah. healing already occurring. So yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I think the more that, you know, if you get hurt too, you put your hand on where it hurts. Mm-hmm. I saw my son, my six-year-old do that the other day, mm. or he, he hit his head and he was rubbing it with his hand and he just kept doing that. It's like, keep mm. doing that. That mm-hmm. feels better, right? That mm-hmm. feels better. And then just introducing little things, yeah, to people with these little seeds. It's like, that helps, doesn't it? And just doing mm. that. So, I love what you're sharing because um, as I'm getting older, I've been reflecting on my life and in particular my childhood. And to see how these seeds 
that are, have manifested now as this adult in mm-hmm. her 40s mm-hmm. were actually there in, in the child. Love that. And I'm, I'm curious for you, have you seen that um, for yourself? Like, have you looked back in your childhood and seen ways in which you were naturally working with energy unconsciously? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. You know, there's a point there, I think, where I was having these peak experiences. And it was, <laughs> and I've told people about this before. It's like in high school, and I'd be driving and I'd listen to this music. And if I had the right combination of it mm. and be in this beautiful place where I'm driving with all these trees, like I could get to these peak places. Mm. And I remember in college then you know, taking a psychology class and then learning mm. about what was in Maslow's hierarchy mm. of needs. needs yeah. And then the first one is survival and that goes all the way up. And at the top is peak experiences. And I never could put a label on mm. what I, I was like, that's what I was experiencing. Mm. And so I feel like in turn during these sessions that I'm doing, I'm tapping into that same energy mm. that I had during those times. So mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense because I, I would assume everyone listening has had an experience, mm-hmm. um, a mystical, unknown, can't explain, not quite sure, did that really happen? Am right. I going crazy? Right. What was that type of experience? Or a peak experience where you are tapping into some something and you feel bliss right. or just pure joy or you know, some really strong emotion Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, right? right? Like these things are available to all of us. And I would assume every person has had something, you know, know. or you hope, right. Or for people to know that that is there. And then even to open up and say, hey, (laughs) to the universe, you know, maybe um, help me find something like this today. Mm. You know, even Mm. if it's like making tea and drinking it purposefully or, you know, Mm. going on a walk and just being open. I think that even in the simplest things, um, it can uh, show itself maybe. Mm. So people can feel that. But, yeah, because it did get to the point where, you know, it's like, oh, maybe I've finished listening to this music or something it's not giving me that same thing anymore so it's like okay so what is this Mm. right so if it's beyond this Mm. because i can only listen to a certain album and it gives me that high for a while Mm. and then you go to another some other music and then Mm. but then it loses its it can lose its charge right Mm. and so i think that's what tapped me into then more what what is that connecting uh, to source connecting into and i was really lucky because my both my grandparents i don't know why i mean this was the case but they were tapped into kind of um teachers of more spiritual realm mm. and um so then i started going to what they had been taught and mm. learned so mm. um and then finding comfort with that or mm. um yeah kind of Anyway, just yeah, I mean, that, that's super interesting because a lot of even traditional religions or, you know, mystical traditions have these sort of unexplainable, you know, like angels, like Catholics believe in angels. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go through all of them. That's just one. But but it's like um, we're constantly exposed to a these possibilities mm-hmm. of energies or experiences 
that we can't fully explain or understand. Right. And we're exposed to these ideas even as children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, but it's like no one is, no, I'm generalizing. Sure. Most people aren't sitting down with their kids and saying, hey, we live in this, this field that's alive with energy that we can channel through us and use it for right. healing and for good. Right, right. And so it's like uh, we kind of have to, sort of stumble upon it and figure that <laughs> that out on our own unfortunately exactly. yeah. or sometimes if you do tell them you know they'll be like oh we don't want to listen to you mm. <laughs> i mean yeah. when they're young i think they're very open and receptive to it and then i have two teenagers right now and so you know they're kind of doing their own little path and um and then but i feel like people go through different phases and then they'll come back to it but to have that basis i think uh you know to start that out with your kids too and they're little and then when when they get a little older and they start to question things, then right then they like, can come back to some stuff mm. like that. And like, oh, that feels familiar. You know, my my mom talked about that or mm. something mm. way back when. Or she used essential oils or mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. used some natural natural products mm. that really did help me. Or mm. I don't know. So yeah, those seeds are good to, mm. to plant. Even the simplest thing. So yeah, uh, this is something that I'm just curious about. Uh, because, you know, my journey as a healer started as a child, because my father was this amazing healer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had a psychology background and he was a social worker, but at home, you know, he's a musician and he, he was teaching me uh, energy healing and different techniques. And um, when I was five, I broke my ankle. And he did hands-on healing, and the ankle healed within a week. Wow. That's and amazing. I knew it was healed, and I, I cut off my cast. My mom was so upset. <laughs> and we went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, oh, well, it's healed. Wow. And be. so, you know, that was... And then anytime I would get sick, he would he would lay hands on me and, and literally heal me. I love that. So, right. you know, I... I was sort of like really raised in it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But here I have these, my children who, you know, they are so resistant. Right. <laughs> right. It. Isn't so, it funny? Yeah. It's funny. So yeah. I'm curious your experience as a, a mom with kiddos. And now that you share that story, I do remember one. And it was after, um, and I, I would do Reiki on them a lot to go to sleep at night. And mm. my two oldest, they like to share a room for a while. And so I'd be there and I could do Reiki on them and they would go to sleep so quickly and it was really wonderful. And I have taught them chants and stuff and I think chanting is really beneficial to help, you know, relieve stress and just bring you connected to the universe. Um, but there was one time, my oldest, who's now 18, um, if he ever got hurt, it was really hard for him. It was, it was really, he wasn't, it, it was, he was very sensitive. And so I remember one time we were in the store and he fell on the carpet and then he got like those strawberry burns mm-hmm. that were, mm-hmm. and- um, Those things hurt. And, and I had just <laughs> learned pranic healing at that point. Mm. And I remember they said, if you can do some work on it, it mm. will take away the pain. Mm. And so I said, Miles, come on, let's go in the car. I'm gonna work on you in the car. And so he got in the car and I did started to do the sweeping. There's a whole technique with it, but it's pretty easy. I mean, it's something mm-hmm. if 
that. Like we were saying, the simplicity of it maybe is too simple, so people wouldn't really believe that it could mm. work. But I started working with him and just kind of sweep, you sweep the energy off. And um, all of a sudden, he just stopped crying. Mm. And it was such an amazing thing because by that time, he was probably about six. And, um, you know, as a mother, you want to take care of your children and you want to offer them as much comfort and support. Mm. And so, yeah, to learn these healing techniques mm-hmm. um, that you can do yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> is offers so much freedom and joy because you're actually really able to take care of them. And I could see mm. that, too, with mm. your father. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. To re- I mean, right? As a parent, that's your ultimate goal is yeah. to be there to offer healing, love, and support. So, and if you can are able to do that, what a gift! So, I I like to think of healing in a couple ways. But before I, I get to that, I think moms actually um, intuitively know mm-hmm. how to help their mm-hmm. children in the moment mm-hmm. but I don't think they realize that what they're doing is shifting energy like mm-hmm. I have a friend her, she has three boys anytime they get hurt she blows on the area oh, that is, and she has no clue right? but right. she's moving energy <laughs> she with is. her breath that's amazing and the kiddos I, I watched it like yeah. so quickly yeah. they're they're fine yeah or other moms will like rub it. Like you said, you right. mentioned this earlier, kiss it or, you know, like I, I actually think it's it's an unconscious skill. It is. That, it is. Right. And you just think you're going through the motions and doing it, but actually something really big is happening. Yeah. yeah. So it's that simplistic thing of what we're actually doing as humans that is really tapping, tapping into that larger component of our natural ability to heal and yeah. with our hands. You know, and I think of it, too, because, like, my dog always comes up, and she always wants, and she does that with the rest of my family, too, but, like, oh, I want your hand on me, Mm. right? (laughs) Or, like, the cat, Mm. I want your hand on me. And, um, yeah, there's, there's, and I have heard, too, there's there's chakras, you know, in Mm. your hand, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's lots of potent energy in there. So if people could just know that, and... You know, people who've come in for sessions, too, and if they have something that's chronic and let's say I clear some energy from them, I'll just say, you know, at home, just put your hand on it and just send it love, Mm. you know, just send it love. And it really works. And we'll see if they do that or not, but at least that seeds there Mm -hmm. because that's essentially what I'm doing. And if I can do it, then anybody really can do it. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I I feel like the heart of this conversation is this empowering piece of Mm -hmm. like you are capable of healing yourself. And and I think it's a whole shift in consciousness to look at healing in in the way of these more subtle energies. Mm -hmm. I mean, you we know this because we've been in this field, but, you know, in things actually happen first on the energetic field. Yes. And if it it's sort of like doesn't get cleared, then it comes in in the emotional and the physical. And that's when we start having issues. Right. right. Exactly. And so if we can catch it, it's like a really great preventative measure for sure. Um, and, and I think it's also so shifting the consciousness to believe that it's possible and capable. Yes. It's like that permission to right. heal yourself and and wow to be open to that and i think receptivity is huge and i think receptivity i find that with people on the table if they come in and they're open if they find me and they come in they're open 
it's just we the most amazing session so mm. and um so that would be receptivity within yourself if let's say you're trying to heal yourself and you put your hand on your arm and mm. just knowing if you just just knowing knowing that maybe it won't heal maybe it won't heal 100% but there is a shift going on there is a healing going on that's that's huge right there so and, and to and to look at it at it like it's it might not be instant mm-hmm, right? right like you know we we so want like in our culture these instant cures Take and if, an advil and right fight. and if that's not happening we doubt that it's anything's happening yes um, right. when you're working on the subtle field right it, you actually can feel it instantly shift mm-hmm. but you have to really quiet your mind and tune in to yourself in a different way and so you can notice that instant if you're able to do that but if you're not you won't you might you might still notice but right that's what i'm yeah right and you'll and what i've noticed with people too and i always tell them even if you don't feel something there is something that happened and Mm. it could even be like perceptive or perspective shift right and how you see things and i've noticed that when people who come in and they may be a little more head in their mind Mm. you know in their head Mm -hmm. a little bit more and then they come in for more sessions more sessions and then all of a sudden so that's just like perception change, right? Yeah. And that's a huge thing too. But perception change can also occur within the physicality too. So, mm. um, yeah, just so it is, it's a journey. It's and a journey. sometimes yeah. it takes people, like they'll come in for something physical and then it takes them on this journey of um, their inner work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I hate to call it work because it's not really, it's 